Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Sunday, February 12th. Happy Resurrection Day. I'm reading from the New International Version. Today we start a new subsection where we discuss the Exodus from Egypt. So we'll be talking about the stories of the Exodus, how God delivers his people from bondage in Egypt. This is the central story of redemption in the Old Testament. And then we're going to get to see how these Exodus themes connect with the coming of Christ, who is our perfect Passover lamb. Let's do a little review. So we started with passages about creation. Then we learned about the fall and sin and judgment. Then we talked about Abraham and how God promised his covenant of blessing to Abraham. The last section was about God's continued covenantal promises with the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And as we see today in Exodus chapter 1, Jacob's sons end up in Egypt. And then from the line of the sons of Jacob come Moses. Okay, Exodus chapter 1. These are the names of the sons of Israel who went to Egypt with Jacob, each with his family, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, and Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. The descendants of Jacob numbered 70 in all. Joseph was already in Egypt. Now Joseph and all his brothers and all the generations died. But the Israelites were fruitful and multiplied greatly and became exceedingly numerous, so that the land was filled with them. Then a new king, who did not know about Joseph, came to power in Egypt. Look, he said to his people, The Israelites have become much too numerous for us. Come, we must deal shrewdly with them, or they will become even more numerous, and, if war breaks out, will join our enemies, fight against us, and leave the country. So they put slave masters over them to oppress them with forced labor, and they built Pithom and Ramses as store cities for Pharaoh. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. So the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites and worked them ruthlessly. They made their lives bitter with hard labor in brick and mortar and with all kinds of work in the fields. In all their hard labor, the Egyptians used them ruthlessly. The king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, whose names were Shifra and Pua. When you help the Hebrew women in childbirth and observe them on their delivery stool, if it is a boy, kill him, and if it is a girl, let her live. The midwives, however, feared God and did not do what the king of Egypt had told them to do. They let the boys live. Then the king of Egypt summoned the midwives and asked them, Why have you done this? Why have you let the boys live? The midwives answered Pharaoh, Hebrew women are not like Egyptian women. They are vigorous and give birth before the midwives arrive. So God was kind to the midwives and the people increased and became even more numerous. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families 
of their own. Then Pharaoh gave this order to all his people. Every boy that is born, you must throw into the Nile, but let every girl live. Thank you for listening along as we read God's word together. Here we see that the nation of Israel has made its way to Egypt, and God is showing us through this chapter that he is making them into a great nation. They continue to have lots and lots of children, and even when they are are oppressed, they multiplied and were fruitful, and they became exceedingly numerous, and the land was filled with them. That harkens back to the promise to Abraham that even though he he was childless at the time, God would make his descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. As we contemplate this passage, I think we need to talk about the midwives, um, Shifra and Pua. It says that because they feared God, they did not do what the king of Egypt had told them to do, and they let the boys live. This reminds me of a verse in Ecclesiastes where Ecclesiastes has been contemplating um, what the meaning of life is. And at the end, the author says this, Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. The midwives understood the importance of fearing God, and this is something that we should understand as well. As we live our lives in reverence to who God is, reminded of His great work of redemption that started before creation and is continuing on even today in our lives. So as we pray today, let's thank the Lord for those who have gone before us who feared God, and let us ask God to help us be reverent to Him and obey His commands. Will you pray with me? Thank you, Father, for this opportunity we have to read your word together. Thank you for the reminders of your continued blessing on us, your people. Help us, Lord, to fear you, to reverence you, to do what you say and not what others say we should do, as the midwives did in Exodus chapter 1. Bless us, Lord, as we seek to obey you and to follow your commands. Be with us this week, we pray. Help us, if we can, to be together in worship. Would you bless our time of praise and thanksgiving to you corporately as we share in the elements of the Lord's Supper together. Remind us that um, you gave of your body and your blood so that we could be redeemed, the new covenant in your blood. And if we cannot be together as the family of faith, Lord, would you encourage my brothers and sisters and their caretakers, wherever they are, to know that you love them and you are there with them even now through the presence of the Holy Spirit that abides with us all who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen.